Hello, my name is Sherry Tucker. I am the owner and founder of Tucker Legal Services, a law firm situated in St. Louis, Missouri. And my practice area focus is elder law and estate planning. I do handle some probate. So today I want to talk to you about something we don't really want to think about, and that is the what ifs. The what ifs that lead to so many reasons people do not have an estate plan in place. What do I mean? Let's talk about people who don't think about that possibility of death. We're living in a cultural society time when we don't want to think about death. We don't deal well with death. And many of our ways of handling death have changed over the, the years. You know, back in the day, way back in the day, when a person died, they tended to die at home and family members handled the body, the cleaning of the body, the dressing of the body, the burial preparation in the home, in the living room, and visitation occurred in the home. Death was a natural process, a part of life. Today, we have sanitized death in so many ways, it occurs outside of the home. The visitation is in a funeral parlor. We have someone else who is taking care of the body and dressing the body. So we have taken death and kind of compartmentalized it. So as you can tell, this is a podcast when I'm going to pose the what ifs to you and would like for you to think about what is keeping you from having an estate plan in place? Often, single people, they think they don't have many assets. They don't own much, so they don't need anything. The reality is, if you are 18 years of age and older, you own something that must go to someone or have something done with if you die. Or if you become seriously injured and incapacitated. So young people just can't process those things in life, those what-if occurrences that can happen. You're driving home from a football game and suddenly you're in a severe car accident, you're in a coma, you're having to come out of a coma, you're having to go through rehab, and you have lost time. You have no power of attorney in place, you have no way to talk to anyone, and you have no way for anyone to really know your wishes. You have left your adulthood at the at the feet of someone else to take care of if incapacity happens. Maybe you don't 
have much, but you have digital assets. Let's say you have a bank account. You have a way to pay bills. You have online passwords and nobody else knows those passwords and the bills can't get paid and nobody can get access to your bank account. You have a digital asset. Maybe you have uh, something that your grandfather or grandmother gave you or you inherited from another family member and it's priceless to you and might mean something to someone else in your family. But you have no way to leave that because you have no will in place. So nobody knows what to do with that prized possession that you hold on to. Well, let's fast forward. And now we've grown up, we've matured more. Maybe we have found a significant other in our life and we want to share our life. Here we go. We have this person in our life. We have no powers of attorney. We have no will in place. And what if, what if something happens to you? Your name is the only name on maybe a bank account or an investment account and you have no way to leave it. Everything that you own that is just in your name only must go through probate. And probate costs money. Probate takes more time. But you have no plan in place. So you have to take all your possessions. Some person has to be appointed to represent you and take your possessions through probate. Even if it is just a car, no one can take ownership of that car as long as it's in your name only. And so that car, regardless of its value, has to be submitted to probate. But there are also times when I see a couple have children and still not have an estate plan. Yes, the house may be in both your names and you have joint ownership with right of survivorship. Is that enough? Is that enough for you as a married couple? And is it enough for your children. If something were to happen to you today, who will take care of your children? Do you have a plan in place? What would happen to your children with no one named as a guardian? Well, first of all, if you had a will naming a guardian, at least you have a choice named. Guardianship always goes through probate court. So the guardian will be determined eligible to take care of your minor children if something happens to you. But if you have no one in place, then the court is going to have to decide who the best guardian is and try to make sure that that is the person who will take the best care of your children. Now you, the parent, you tend to know your family members better. And we're also talking about two family situation here. You have parents and grandparents on both sides. You have aunts and uncles on both sides. So 
Who would you name as guardian over minor children? And how will you um, have a visitation plan in place so that if you have grandparents on each side of the family, that there is some type of visitation, that both families are still a part of your child's life. So these are things to consider and be proactive in making a plan for guardianship over your children. Then also, you have children, you have an estate, something happens to you. What happens to the estate? Is it going to be sold? Do you want the children to live in the home? Uh, Who's going to oversee the financial responsibilities of taking care of your children? These are all questions to think about. And it's better to be proactive with a plan than for a state to have to make the plan and be reactive. You know, another thing that comes up with families is that, well, I'm married, my spouse will become the guardian of our minor children. And that's true automatically if that parent is considered fit. It could be that the other parent is not a fit guardian. The other thing is, what if you're dead and the spouse becomes incapacitated? Who is going to take care of the minor children then? So it's not enough to just rely on each other for a plan. It's better to be proactive to take care of that what-if situation. The what-if we don't want to really think about. Who will take care of my minor children? If something happens to me today, do I have a plan in place? Those are the questions that you need to think about. Who would be the best guardian? Who would be the best one to take care of the finances for the minor? How would I like my child to be raised? I mean, do I want to write this letter and express, you know, my thoughts of parenting, my religious views, my education, hopes and dreams? There are things that you, the parent, can sit down and do and think about and put something in place to take care of your minor children. Well, what if you're a couple and you have no children? Who is going to inherit your estate? Sure, you're saying, well, each other. We have joint ownership of everything. All right. Well, maybe that's the right thing to do. But what if one of you becomes incapacitated during life? Do you have any plan in place for that what if that we don't like to think about? The what if I have a mental health issue? The what if there is an early onset diagnosis of dementia? What if I'm one of those rare 40s, early 50s diagnosed with Alzheimer's? Do you have anything in place for incapacity? So 
estate planning is not just about the today of your life. It is a plan in place for the tomorrow of your life. Trying to get that peace of mind in place. So what if you keep waiting to have anything done for your estate to decide who gets your house, who gets your investments? Uh, Why not just wait? Well, why not wait until retirement? The thing is, is we have no guarantees in life. We are thrown curveballs quite often. Our plans go awry. We don't know what tomorrow is going to be like. We only have today in front of us. So putting it off for the right moment, does that really make sense? Well, you know, I mean, I do hear this often. Well, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait. And then the waiting extends. And it's almost as if they're waiting for the right moment to finally say, yes, something could happen to me. Or everything feels right. But in the meantime, there's nothing. There's no powers of attorney. There's not even a basic will. There's no other estate planning. Just a reliance maybe on joint ownership. But powers of attorney are very important. They uh, help you um, have that person right there to talk to a doctor with the health care if something's going on with you to make sure that your end-of-life decisions are followed the way you want them to be followed that there is someone to help with the financial part of it should you become incapacitated. Powers of attorney are a very, very basic need that we all should have in place. So what about this waiting and waiting and waiting? Well, one thing about it is that while you are alive, while you have capacity to sign documents that you understand, that will or that living trust can always be changed. In fact, it should be reviewed. It should be reviewed to uh, accommodate those life changes. Maybe you are divorced and you uh, are single you need to update your estate plan. Maybe you have an incapacity issue. You need to update your estate plan. Maybe you won the lottery. You need to update your estate plan. So having something in place is proactive and it's fluid. It changes as your life changes. So the delay is more of a reactive more a putting off of the inevitable rather than thinking, yes, this could happen. Let's have a plan. Just think about it. If you had a plan, then you just check back, review, revise as you need. And that's what you think about. It's not hanging over your head that what if 
the what ifs curveballs thrown at us in life. So anyway, I just want to give you some things to think about, about estate planning, that it's really a life plan in place. It becomes a death plan when you're dead. And then uh, nothing can be changed at that point. So think about the what ifs today. What if? Because, well, they do happen, even when you're not thinking about it. And think, be proactive. So anyway, this has been my spill on what ifs. What ifs and what's keeping you from being proactive and putting your plan in place. And as always, remember that the choice of a lawyer is a very important decision and should not be based solely on any advertisement or any social media. To find out more about estate planning from Tucker Legal Services, visit my website, tuckerlegal-llc.com. You can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at tuckerlegal-llc.com or call me, Sherry Tucker, at 314-332-0011 to answer those what-ifs in your life today.